The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning, Jeff Shannon, right here again for another Sumner County Spotlight. You know, I had, if you listen to my show, you know that we have, have mentioned there are tons of things that are going on here in Middle Tennessee. A lot of events, the weather's getting great. We had to reach out to our friend Deanne DeWitt because, and she's always busy, by the way, always coming up always with things. Busy. And Deanne, thanks for coming in the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. You've been busy this past year. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a good project worth doing. So. That's right. So we had, uh, what, a year or so ago, right. we had the barn raising event. Exactly. First annual Music yeah. and Fall Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I see that on October 16th, we have something else coming up. We do. It's the second annual Music and Fall Festival. Okay, so this is going to be the second. It's just named differently. We changed the name. Yeah, we have a new we have a new beneficiary, okay. and so our hope is to create a permanent event. We want to use this space at the Comer Barn every year to bring the community together, and I th- think that this will be just the first of many types of events that will be there at that property. Yeah. But this year, because we're not benefiting the barn, um, I'll tell you more about who we're benefiting. Okay. But the new name is Koopalaloo, or <laughs> trying, however you might want to say it. How do you say it? I was saying Koopapalooza. Koopala. Yeah, well, if, yeah. Yeah. C-U-P-O-L-A-L-O-O. That. Exactly. Just just search okay. Koopalaloo. In fact, you know what? That's one of the benefits. If you Google Koopalaloo, you're not going to find many things out there. So yeah. you'll does find that, us. Does that word mean something? Well, the first part of the word is Koopala. Mm-hmm. And if you look, uh, if you look up or Google a, a cupola, you'll see images of kind of a little bump out that you would see typically on top of a barn or maybe on the Capitol building on the top of a rotunda. You would see a cupola. So never yeah, knew that. Look around Sumner County at the top <laughs> of a lot of buildings. You'll see weather vanes. Is that do they have one of those out at uh, Liberty uh, Creek? There is. There's a, a few cupolas at that, Liberty Creek, and there, there's our copper and pretty fancy yeah. we could have another show about that yes indeed so the second annual is a music and fall festival people that are not familiar with the comar barn area kind of give them a description and how it's going to lay out how it's going to work parking those kinds of things oh sure the, the old stone barn some people call it the comer barn other people might have different names for it but it is right across from the the chocolate covered strawberry right next to our sumner tourism tourism offices mm-hmm. and it's right there where gallatin and hendersonville meet right off nashville pike so it couldn't be a better location in front of the barn we'll have a main stage Uh, We have food trucks there on the parking lot area. We'll have a bunch of vendors, activities for the kids. We'll have all sorts of crafts and princesses and superheroes and face painters. And we have a giant Simon Says competition. We'll have to talk about that, too. So anyway, we have all those things. And they'll just create a big halo around the the barn. And so um, if you came last year, we weren't quite sure how big the event would be and how much space we needed. Mm -hmm. So we had things stretched out a little bit more. But parking will be right there in front of the barn. You'll come in and parking is free and so you'll park there in front of the barn but then everything else will be circled right there in front of the barn so So great backdrop so is there a charge to get in for this we do have general admission tickets they're on sale this week um, at an early bird price so they're 15 dollars for general admission wow yeah but kids 12 and under you know how much they are Uh, let me guess yes free (laughs) i love the word free (laughs) free everybody loves free yeah now are you gonna have a vip tent thing or a 
something well, like that. So here's the you know the rest of the story, if you will. We, we last year when we did our event, it was a Saturday afternoon event, and it was great. Um, we had a ton of live music and kind of the same atmosphere that we're going for. But uh, when we picked this year's event, we were also thinking a Saturday. Well, there's a guy named Kid Rock that was starting to plan a big event, and I heard he was about thinking that. about taking our date. And we said, well, let's just move away from that and not try to compete with Kid Rock this year, maybe mm-hmm. next year. But so we are doing this on a Sunday afternoon, and I think what's going to work out really cool is that we have a crowd of people, of, you know, a lot of church crowd, but they're looking for brunch on Sunday afternoon. I love a good Sunday brunch, yes. so that's the VIP experience. We'll have okay. a VIP brunch, okay. mimosas and chaladas. Do okay. you know what a chalada is? I've, I've heard that word, but what's involved with that? Well, it's a little bit more typical in the Mexican restaurants. Okay. You'll see them. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a spicy tomato juice mixed with beer. And it's kind of like a, a, a Bloody Mary maybe okay. taste. But anyway, it's really good. So wow. it'll go great well, with our little mini quiches and sandwiches. And so we have a great VIP brunch ticket. But then anybody who's not at the in the VIP tent, that we'll have a bunch of food trucks. Okay. Well, they, they love those. There's some great food trucks around. Oh, my I'm gosh. There's so many. Especially dessert ones. I love those. <laughs> well, you know, there's a there's a few different vendors, but I have to yeah. have to say the mini donut days is my favorite because they drop those things right when you order them and they come out hot and love gooey it. and delicious. Love so. it, love it. Now, you did mention music. Yeah. What's our lineup this year? I think Pajana our lineup spot. is so fun because <laughs> it's so eclectic. We have a, a, a big variety. Kicking off the event at noon is this great young group called Jake and Shelby, and I can't wait for you to hear them. They are just awesome. If I'm not mistaken, you might hear them pretty soon. Well, guess what? They're on our next segment. So they're, oh, fantastic. They're in the green room warming up right now. So we're. Oh, no way. Yeah. Ah, Gosh. you've been notified that... I think they're almost ready. So that's great. So we got Jake and Shelby. So Jake and Shelby, and um, they're they're just awesome. Lucas Collier is returning for the second year. This kid, he was part of our show last year. He started off the show. He's 13 last year. He's 14 this year. But he has been all over the place. He's at the Nashville Farmer's Market every month. Mm-hmm. He's on Broadway. He's at 3rd and Lindsley. So super cool that we've got that kind of young talent coming right out of Sumner County. We have a group called the Lug Nuts, and they are uh, bluegrass out of Lafayette, and they have just... just just a bunch of fun. Another group called Time. Uh, Time is a... Oh, yeah, our buddies in Time. You yes. know them, huh? I always introduce them and I say, it's time it's for time. That's the right way to say it, I That's think. Right. Yeah. 50s or 60s, 60s and 70s, classic rock band. And, and 80s, I think they I think do some, some of that. 80s. But that, they, hey, they jam it. They, so that's going to be fun. They're a lot of fun. Billy Gaines is on the lineup. Is he coming? Really? Billy Gaines, you've seen oh, Billy? Billy Heard is Billy. awesome. Yeah. Isn't he awesome? So I think he's going to have the perfect touch for a Sunday afternoon oh, also. Sure. And then Chris Golden and his friends will be a closing act that he'll start at five o'clock. So mm-hmm. we have live music on the hour, every hour starting at noon. And like I said, a pretty eclectic, fun lineup. I think there is something for everyone. Well, it sounds like a loads of fun. Sunday, October 16th, down at the Comer Barn area, right next to the Summer County Tourism Building. Yeah, I mean, you can't miss it. You'll have plenty of parking there so they come in they'll be directed to where to go yep. then you'll have vendors throughout the area all yep all just circled around the the stage and the food trucks and everything will be all there together nice and easy to get to can so. they bring their fur babies service dogs only this year please okay <laughs> <laughs> that would be our request but yeah. i have to tell you about the beneficiary because oh yes we got to talk about that yeah when we so we incorporated the preservation foundation of sumner county two years ago that, that barn you know where we're having this event it, it's really special to this community mm-hmm. um, and I've been looking for a, a solution for that and we do have a good solution we would need a whole nother segment to talk about that but in any case that's why we incorporated the foundation that's why last year we raised money to support the barn <laughs> I am so sorry Can, have you keep hearing my little 
boop, beeps in the background. You're being notified. You're busy. I Come told on. you. You did. You told everybody I'm busy. I did. I so, know. So last year it was the barn raising to support the barn. But this year we've, we've got a good plan for the barn. And so we want to continue to benefit other organizations, entities, uh, locations mm-hmm. that really create a sense of place that really define the identity of Sumner County. So we want to keep finding projects that we can support and bring together. So this year the beneficiary is the Sumner County Museum. Yes. Um, and they have, if you didn't know this, they have four different properties everywhere from the west side of the Gallatin Square to further east towards Sumner Regional Hospital. They have multiple buildings. They have a mm. great strategic plan. So some exciting things coming from the Sumner County Museum. So we're going to support their projects. And we're also starting an essay contest for our high school seniors. Uh, well, that's and, interesting. And, I've, and I know the VFW does something like that. And I think it's it's, it's a great tool to use. Right. Yeah. You know, I think like the VFW, we want to create opportunities to plant seeds in our young people and, and just bring awareness to things that are really important. And in, in this case, planting seeds of preservation to think long term about why this area is special and, mm-hmm. and what is our identity. I think that'll be a fun essay. Can't wait to read the responses. So there'll, there'll be everybody has to write about the one topic. And yeah. what is it? What is that going to be? The topic is identity. And OK, asking for our, our seniors to to compose an essay about what is the identity of Sumner County. And why is that special? Why is it important to preserve? Yeah. So we have all our details, sumnerpreservation.org forward slash essay contest. We'll get you information about that. But sumnerpreservation.org, you can get to all the information about our events and mm-hmm. our mission, our purpose, our projects in the past. And you're on social media as well. Yes, Facebook. Yeah. Find, us, find it there too. Exactly. <laughs> I think everybody lives on social media. It does seem <laughs> you know? that way. You know, it's a good way. <laughs> so Sunday, October 16th, folks, you got to write this down. Now it is a Sunday, so a little different, you know, right. than a Saturday or a during the week kind of a project, but it's going to support the Sumner County Museum, which is, you know, a great cause. They're doing some great things over there. And the Koopa, Koopa Lalu, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better, second annual music and fall festival. We're talking with Deanne DeWitt. You just stay so busy. How do you have time to put these things together, you know? <laughs> There's always time for a good project, and yeah. I am very blessed that uh, I'm not on somebody's payroll right now, so mm-hmm. I can I can invest my time and and just try to contribute and give back. So who do you have helping you with this? I oh, know it's have, just just you. <laughs> yeah, we got a great team of. Let's see, we've had I have Darius Scott, Carrie Ross, um, April Barker helped us get a start. Uh, Kimberly Hayes, Scott Sprouse has done the graphics. If you haven't, so go find this uh, event and, and see our event flyer because Scott put a very special touch yeah. on it, and those are going to be on our T-shirts, and I think they will become a great collector item. No, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, you got to have fun with this, and of course, the, I think the music this year is is phenomenal, and you know, Chris Golden always does a great job out there so he uh he's bringing some friends and yeah. he'll give us a surprise with that yes he will <laughs> yes he will he is he's such a great entertainer yeah. and it is so fun to see him he's been everywhere lately too him and the goldens and you know mm-hmm. his dad and his brother they've been uh lighting up different stages and festivals and uh here in nashville so and they're also talented elizabeth is amazing his daughter his is daughter. just a phenomenal plays yeah. the fiddle and she's got a great voice i mean they've been at the grand Ole opry i mean they're just they're doing some great things out they there are. so you want to hear some great music you got to come out to this event on october 16th Coupa Lalu. and if i can give a plug to our sponsors yes. uh, volunteer state bank uh, was our our lead sponsor last year and they stepped in right away to to be our our presenting sponsor again so i just want to give them a huge shout out for their leadership and their constant and support. We also have sponsorship 
from Newton Motor Group, Collier Wealth Management, Goodall Homes, Wilson Bank and Trust, and Simmons Bank, and a whole bunch of others sure. are out there. But <laughs> let me just say, you know, something like this that really gives back to our community mm-hmm. and is looking to continue to contribute. You know, we really appreciate our sponsors. So if somebody wanted to get information about this or to get it, do you have to get the tickets ahead of time or is it something you can buy? Well, if you want to get your early bird ticket price tickets, you So they want to just head over to the website. I know you have an Eventbrite thing, but that's too long to read on air. Nobody could remember all those numbers, but they would just head over to where? To our Facebook page, Preservation Foundation of Sumner County. You can find us on Facebook and that'll get you everything you need to know. And they'll link you right to it. Just hit that and you're on the way. But go ahead and and get that because it's going to be an incredible event, uh, a lot of fun, and the weather's going to be awesome. I think so. If it's like anything like this, this is amazing, (laughs) you know, if it stays like this. We're talking with Deanne DeWitt again, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Koopa Lalu, a second annual music and fall festival down at the Comer Barn area that's going to be over there at uh, 2310 Nashville Pike in Gallatin. Uh, So check that out Sunday, October 16th. Deanne, uh, thank you so much. And by the way, and I know you're ready for this, we have Jake and Shelby coming in. We're going to talk to them. They're one of our entertainers at Kupaladu. See, I'm getting it better. And we're going to hear from them right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Summer County Spotlight. Be sure to check out our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click the Summer County Spotlight. There you can check out this show as well as our past episodes. This is Jeff Shannon. Hey, let's get right back to the show. All right, it's Sunday morning, and that means it's Sumner County Spotlight right here with Jeff Shannon. We're glad to have you visiting with us. Now, don't forget, this is going to be on our podcast page at whinradio.com uh, starting this afternoon. It's going to be up there. You want to play this thing back because you're, you're about to hear something really special. And guess what? It's happening right here in Sumner County. These folks are right here. I want to introduce Jake and Shelby. Welcome Hello. to the show. Hello. Wow. Thank you for having us. Yes. No, absolutely, man. This is uh, when our, our good friend Kevin Lawson called us and and told us about you and what was happening uh it's so exciting because we have folks right here in sumner county you're just blowing up the internet social media is going crazy uh celebrities are going crazy over you guys and it's it's amazing i guess we let's do a little background so shelby go ahead and kick it off and so something that's interesting about us is that we live like four minutes away from each other and we didn't even know that for a long time until we started going to cedarstone school of music together in Mm -hmm. like 2019 Mm -hmm. and we met in an acapella group there called platinum and not that long after we started doing music together and we realized that it was like something that we both really enjoyed Mm -hmm. so we decided to keep doing that and here we are <laughs> now you write yeah. together as well yeah we yeah. started that's kind of how we started we started just like writing songs we felt like we were writing good songs <laughs> and it was fun so we we're like let's keep doing this and so it kind of just kept going now we're here <laughs> yeah so how did you come up with this name jake and shelby that's so hard um, to come up with <laughs> yeah it took a lot of thinking <laughs> no, no. yeah we we just wanted something simple and easy to remember so we're like let's just do our names and it, it, totally yeah. easy to remember wow yeah now you're all over social media so i let's let's throw out some social media uh shout outs there on where they can find you um on our social media it's jake and shelby official it's we're on tiktok and instagram and we're on facebook too i think we're on like most of them but we usually do like tiktok and instagram and we post every day like a cover usually a day mm-hmm. and we do some original stuff on there too so you okay. should definitely check that out yeah we also just started a youtube channel oh, and yes. it's also just jake and shelby it doesn't have official in that one so if you search up jake and shelby you can see that and we have like lyric videos for our newest release that just came out and we'll have like live videos that are like longer than what you can put on like tiktok and stuff. right so you are going to do some music videos to the songs yes okay yeah because you got enough crew out here. You got the whole uh, 
you know film crew out here following you that's great you got to document <laughs> yes. this because this is yeah. the beginning you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. it's like great things are going to happen and i come to find out i am your first mm-hmm. you are Our thank first, you for having yes. us wow. again <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be great so we have koopa baloo coming up koopa lalu so a lot of things are happening what do you have coming up yeah, so the Koopaloo Festival is our main show that's coming up, and we are super excited for that. We're also focusing a lot on just, like, socials and working on those and also getting music out for everyone on, like, streaming. But the Koopaloo is our main event that's coming up, and we're super excited for that. And we know our booking agent is working on getting us a lot more shows. That's right. That's why they get paid the big bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be great. And then pretty soon, mm-hmm. you're going to be so busy, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. So <laughs> We'll see. Just yeah. rake in the money. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to get a show bus. And that's down the road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> More expenses. So with these songs that you come, you, show, you write originals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and you do that together. And how many of those have you collabed on, and what's happening with that? I mean, I think we've probably we've written probably about ten songs together so okay. far. We've been in a duo since January. January, yeah. We we've probably we've done probably around ten. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's so uh, exciting to watch your videos that you do. They're just so intimate. They're close. They're tight. And you can hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes they they, you, they record these in a room and you're it's all echo. You know what I mean? But this way we can actually hear your harmonies, uh, how they blend mm-hmm. together, which I think are superb. Thank so, you. Thank you. In fact, I think we should uh, take a listen to one. Yeah. You have a new project you're getting ready to release. Yes. Well, actually, it came out September, uh, September 23rd. 23rd. Yes. So okay. like a few weeks ago, it is a cover of the song "Sway," and it's actually a song that we. It's a song that we did with Michael Buble. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Him. Hold on. <laughs> you, you do this with Michael Buble. Yes. So this is a song that Michael Buble covered. Okay. If you probably, I think he did it in like 2003, and it was like a TikTok sound for a while, and we're like, let's just do a cover of it because we thought it was a good song, and it ended up doing really well, and we actually got to like, long story short, we ended up singing with Michael Buble like at his concert at Bridgestone, like backstage before he went on because. He saw it and really liked it, and pretty much invited us to go sing it with him. So he person. saw he saw the post that you did. Yes. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. crazy. So he had that, and then invited you backstage to do yes. this. So yeah, we got to yeah, pretty much we got to sing backstage with him in person, and it's like it's like videoed and everything. It's on our social media. Yeah, I mean that's great. Well, let's kick it off. Let's uh, give him a sample here. Yeah. So this is sweat. <laughs> When the rimba rhythm starts to play Dance with me, make me sway Like a lazy ocean hugs the shore Hold me close, sway me more Like a flower bending in the breeze Bend with me, sway with these When we dance you have a way with me Stay with me, sway with me Other dancers may be on the floor Dear, but my eyes will see only you Only you have that magic technique When we sway I go weak I can hear the sounds of violence Long before it begins Make me thrill as only you know how Sway me smooth, sway me now Mm-hmm. 
Dancers may be on the floor, dear, but my eyes will see only you. Only you have that magic technique. When we sway, I go weak. When marimba rhythms start to play, dance with me, making me sway like a lazy ocean hugs the shore. Hold me close, sway me more Like a flower bending in the breeze Bend with me, sway with these When we dance you've got away with me Stay with me, sway with me When we dance you have away with me Stay with me, sway with me when we dance, you have a way with me Stay with me, sway with me uh, You heard it right here at Sumner County Spotlight. Jake and Shelby right there with uh, their version of Sway and Phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. the harmonies, you know, I would. it's just crazy. I mean, not that you're similar, but the harmonies are like Dan and Shay. I mean, those guys... It's just amazing how they they can do that, and it, but your vibrato and I told you this before. <laughs> I just love it. Thank and you so much. And the song that I was kicking before that, that Callie Wilson did mm-hmm. on the voice was Wicked. Oh, so okay. if you think about those areas we <laughs> okay, could draw yeah. yeah. vibrato, so amazing. So, so you have this song, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have many others. And what's kind of next coming up with the songwriting? Working on anything special? We are working on songwriting, but also right now we're kind of more focused on covers because that's like the main thing that we've been doing on social media so far and Mm -hmm. we kind of want to like do songs that like hopefully people would know before so like maybe if they're looking up the song they'll like find us like covering the song so well from what i understand a lot of people have already found you yes (laughs) yeah we've we've already got a lot so yeah (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a mix between like people on social media and also like where you listen to music because like there's going to be a lot of people who come to us from listening to like don't even know we have social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we want to get yeah. those people too. But we're also working a lot in the studio right now on our originals and are really excited to be getting those like ready to where we can actually release them for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's, is it always going to be just the, the duo, just the two of you, or do you have a, a band you can use sometimes? Or As of now, we're just playing the, just the two of us. Okay. But Which we, sounds great to me. <laughs> we would love to like get a band together probably like for live shows down the road, but right now we're staying with just the two of us. Okay. Well, just keep doing what you're doing because it's sounding pretty awesome, I would say. <laughs> so, you guys went to Cedar Stone. Yes. yes. Okay. And how long did you go there? Um, I think I've been there for like four years now. Yeah. And that's where I met Jake too. He, we went to the same school too because we live like so close together. But I still didn't know him from there. I met him at Cedar Stone. Yeah, we were in different grades, so. So you didn't know each other sang or no? Or <laughs> no, we didn't know each other and... before until like we ended up in the same acapella group at Cedar Stone. Yeah, with with Cedar Stone, I mean, they got a great program over there and always producing some great talent. There's a guy over there. I think he is. Is he still there? I think his name's Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Kev- Kevin. Um, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're always teasing, but yeah, you guys are producing some great stuff, and uh, the school is awesome. It's just you know when this kind of thing happens, it's like it's not like it's immediate because you've been working on this for a little bit. It's not like an overnight yeah. success kind of thing. A lot of people think that happens. You just start showing up and getting exposure because of the social media. Years ago, we didn't have that. 
you yeah. know yeah. so you, you it was hard to really get discovered you had to do gigs and hopefully somebody would see you mm-hmm. but now you got to have that social media presence which mm-hmm. i think from from the numbers that i'm seeing uh, people are going to have to start taking notice of you so <laughs> get ready <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll take that. Hey, do you got anything else that you can play for us? Yeah, we'd love to play an original. Let's do Challenger Choosing You. <laughs> yeah, we should be releasing this one next year. I'm so excited to get out <laughs> some of our original music. I think that's going to be super exciting. This one is just about how relationships can obviously be very challenging, but sometimes it can definitely be worth that challenge. Let's hear it. Jake and Shelby right here on Summer County Spotlight. these clouds to move Nothing else that we can do You said to just be here for you But it's just not that easy When I'm tired Stuck on borrowed time I just can't sleep at night I can't make up my mind But when you open it, it's on it Love is growing in the garden I get so high You make me feel like the sun stands But when you blow, you pull me harder Nothing's glowing in the darkness I'm just caught in the middle There's nothing I can do That's the challenge of choosing Challenge of choosing you You always break and hit the ground The pain is hard to swallow down But you hold back and shut me out I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be Running circles on repeat Lost in the passenger seat Darkness. 
Jake and Shelby right here on the Sumner County Spotlight. That was uh, that was awesome. You got Thank more you. more in the mm-hmm. works. Yes. You, you got to keep you yes. busy doing some songwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, covers are great. Mm-hmm. And I, I I love the fact that you got to release a lot of these covers uh, to let people see your range and all the different kind of uh, genre you can do. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you start doing that new stuff, it's going to kick in. So, all right, Jake and Shelby, they're going to be performing at Coupa La Lou on October the 16th, uh, Second Annual Music and Fall Festival, and it, it's going to happen down at the Comer Barn area. So, guys, I, thank you so much. I know you're, you're getting ready to head out of town and do some great things, so thanks for coming and visiting. Thank, well, thank you. you so much for having us. Thanks for listening to Summer County Spotlight. Be sure to check out our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click the Summer County Spotlight. There you can check out this show as well as our past episodes. This is Jeff Shannon. Hey, let's get right back to the show. Well, good morning, Jeff Shannon, right here at Sumner County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. And, of course, you know, each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here. And it's also on our podcast page. If you'd like to go back and check out tons of episodes we have, uh, you can do so. It's right there at whinradio.com and just click the podcast tab. All right, we got a new show underway. We're going to stir the pot, kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, and when we say that, we bring in uh, Erica and J.K. Brister right here. <laughs> Busters! <laughs> we... we Look, we got some stuff to talk about. Now, we had recently, and I just heard about this the other day, and I know you've you've probably been involved in it a long time, but there's a, a thing going on in Cottontown. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump into that. So guys, welcome to the show. Let's start off with maybe just a, a little bit of what is Cottontown. You know, how did it get started? I know it's been around for a while and it's got some history, but we could just kind of briefly touch on it so people know where we're at. Sure. Okay. So what is Cottontown? Cottontown is where me and my husband, JK, have lived since 2006. It is full of farms and people that own hundreds of acres, people that own 20 acres. It's people that uh, love the land. It's real Tennesseans. They're good people. What makes Cottontown super special is the people of Cottontown. They're honest. They're hardworking. We don't all talk to each other a whole lot all the time because we're Town. working hard that's right <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're busy but um when we have a cause that we need to you know go up against or fight for like we come together or if a neighbor needs something we we are there for each other and Cottontown historically um has been around since 1794 the original right. family founded you know Cottontown in 1794 with a land grant i believe is what it is i bet um, your last their last name was cotton yes, yes. wow last name cotton but what's interesting <laughs> about the cotton lineage is that the cotton lineage actually goes all the way back to England and there's an Anne Cotton that wrote the first account of the Bacon's Rebellion up in uh, when they had the um, oh lord the Bacon's Rebellion in the Jamestown Fire Jamestown Fire up in the 1600s in uh, New England in Massachusetts so it's a the people that are digging into this lineage are finding some really cool stuff about Cottontown and the Cottons were rebels okay so they joined the founders in the revolution, and that and the land was given to the to Cotton, Captain Cotton, I don't, I don't or General, or whatever he was. People, uh, historians that don't necessarily want Cotton to exist, will say that it didn't. But he was given a land as payment because they couldn't afford to pay the generals and the colonels and the, whoever, and so Cotton Town was given as a as payment for that. Wow. Interesting. So it never, it's not really like an incorporated city. It's or not incorporated. That. It's, it's just, unincorporated. It's unincorporated. It will stay unincorporated. We want to stay unincorporated. <laughs> if you have anything to do with it. Right. <laughs> 
Well, and, and how many people would you say reside in the Cotton Town yeah. area? So it's really cool. So in the heart of Cotton Town, um, which we're kind of terming Cotton Town Village, there's around 550 Cotton Town villagers um, right in the heart of Cotton Town, which is where the attack is trying to come. Right. But in the greater 37048 Cotton Town area code, there are around 7,000 people that live in Cotton Town. There are only 2,600 homes, though. Roughly. They, have, they do have a post office. We do. Okay. We, we got post two office. post offices. We got two. We got a historic post office, <laughs> and we've got a brick post office okay. and right across from the fire hall, which is a volunteer fire hall. They're I'll just say working. this. Support your volunteer fire halls because they are working for you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. With the, the, the Cottontown community, you've been there since 06, or mm-hmm. around there. What what attracted you to go and oh, I gotta buy or story. build out okay, there? Okay, here's the story. Go ahead. I got to tell this story. Okay, so <laughs> we, um, of course, you know, I was born in Hendersonville and grew up in Sumner County, and I always went, like, backroading. Everybody that's from here went backroading back in Cottontown. And so when JK and I were engaged, we were trying to figure out where we wanted to live, so we went and looked everywhere. We went and looked in Franklin. We went and looked in different places, and he drove to Cottontown and we were driving down Upper Station and the sun was setting. It was so beautiful. Um, It was that beautiful orange sun Mm -hmm. and it was setting over the hill and he just was we were driving real slow and he just pointed to the hill and he said that's our land (laughs) and i said well that's not even for sale turn around and there's a for sale sign stuck way down in the grass and um little corner of it sticking out and you saw that and and i stopped in the middle of upper station and she jumped out (laughs) and ran over there and pushed it down well no cars were on upper station back then. no cars nobody was there now if you walk across there you need a crosswalk and a guard you know (laughs) but but she pushed that down and it said for sale and we bought it yeah and we bought it it was a cow pasture so, so that's why we're in Cotton Town. All right. And we well, built that, our house, and we got a family there, and we love Cotton Town. Yes. And by the way, nobody moves to the country to live in the city, and we put roots there. And I'll put you. I'll say this about Cotton Town. Going back to the first question, who Cotton Town is? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who they are. Okay. Generational farms, hundred acres, two hundred acres, eight hundred acres, different farms. And I woke up one morning after we finally got our house built up on the hill. I heard this ruckus down on the hill, and a neighbor I didn't even know was cutting our front hill with his bush hog and i went down there and i said sir <laughs> i said What's up? what are you doing i think you're in the wrong field he said no i saw you out here with that weed eater and i knew y'all were a young couple and you weeded that ditch and that's the best that has ever looked and i knew you needed help so i figured i'd cut it for y'all yeah. that's cotton town that's, okay. that's who nice. we are if people wanted to know like kind of like what are the boundaries of cotton town you got 25 coming through there you got upper station coming through. yeah How, what's a kind of a parameter I yeah guess. so there's a couple signs that says cotton town up unincorporated right on 25 and one is right before the dollar general store okay. on 25 and then one is about a half a mile past where you know the cotton town community center about a mile i guess or so and then that what where the unincorporated signs are but the 37048 zip code that is labeled cotton town goes um all the way down 25 all the way to 31 oh um, wow yeah, really? yeah 44.1 square mile where it, 
and at that point it turns into White House and then you can turn north off of 25 and it's probably about I think it's only about like four or five miles north that way and And then it goes almost all the way up to Kentucky through all that like it's huge if you look at the map it's a huge land really yes what people don't realize is is it's smaller today than it was when we moved there because the growth boundaries of the cities keep moving now that doesn't mean you're in the city limits right but you can wait you can go to bed in 37048 and wake up in an in a city zip code and based on the what everybody's telling me that has lived in Cottontown and grew up in Cottontown, what's so interesting is that I'm asking people, what do you consider Cottontown around here? And they're saying, well, Bug Hollow Road, County State Road, right. Upper Station, Highway 25, but Bug Hollow Road is Gallatin, zip code, somehow. Right. Don't know how that happened. Um, so is Bursby Branch, and right. so is, um, and then the, the 37066 Gallatin zip code keeps encroaching onto the Cotton Town, so everybody's kind of woken up to that. I'll put it this way. Now that you've said that, the Cotton Town Community Center, we offered to buy it two months before it was torn down and before the last election, twice. We said, we want it. We want to buy it and protect it. We want to take care of it. It was torn down, and even though everyone in Cotton Town is up in arms and angry about it, the people who went to school there when they were kids, in a lot of ways, it was a blessing because it opened the eyes of everyone that was sitting back and just driving by and would smile every time they drive by it and have their memories and everything was great. And then when it was torn down, the fire was lit. So when, that was built back when? Uh, it was like 110 years ago. 1910, 1920, something they, like yeah. that? They, that. Could that not be a historic it well, is. I, I guess it's not it, marked as Well, nobody historic. asked us. Nobody, nobody asked, asked anybody us if it was Cotton a historic Town. building. Yeah. Nobody asked nobody. anybody in Cottontown about the building at all. So who who had the authority to do that? Cottontown. Anthony Holt. So it was who pushed for it for was 16 it? years. Okay. And he got denied and denied and denied. And right before he left office, him and the former county commission voted to demolish it. It was in the new legislation in the new commission to authorize the money. Well, they saved us $10 million in that meeting and got it, got that pushed away because they're doing what they promised they would do is stop spending all our money on big projects that politicians love. But they missed a one line in there that said, tear down the Cottontown community center wow jeremy mansfield and matt Schof, who are patriots and love cotton town and were elected to stop all this were sitting there and jeremy mansfield goes what is this what is this matt Schof goes i've never seen this i didn't see this in here it's one line the cotton town community center was not part of the plan to be demolished but it was pushed through by a grant person and a and a small group of people and it got past john got past jeremy and everybody they were told it was full of mold it was it was condemned mm. and all this there was a lot of political tricks played because they want to run a greenway from long hollow all the way to the bridal house on 25 well, they've started that already no it's over it's I mean, done green Boop. it's done that's so, over so the, what, what they've, I'll tell what you, they've started de- demolishing now well, up to Liberty Creek. Yeah, but, they're, but, but it ain't going no further, buddy. Oh, okay. That's all I'm telling you. All right. It ain't happening. Okay? <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> so all, all I'm saying is this, is that what happened was is that it got through and Cottontown Community Center disappeared. In 12 hours. In 12 hours. They went mm-hmm. in at 530 in the morning. When she saw it, she backed up there, talked to him. She, she called me. She left. I backed my truck up to the machine and sat there. 
and then all of a sudden trucks started coming by looking at me but i won't get into that but yeah. the point is is that they had the draper house one of the oldest homes in there and the post office set to be destroyed the original post office now we found out that they were thinking about moving it but who is they but who is they? yeah exactly a small group of developers uh, that are behind the green ways that everybody loves well everybody don't love those actually a majority of people don't love those because they seize your land they condemn right. your land they threaten you who's threatening you well who's threatening you uh there's a lot of people but it's threatening in a tennessee way it's a smile and it's like well you know if you don't want to take that we'll just condemn your land literally that's yeah. the reports we're getting well i know what, the, what they've built so far i know a lot of people are up in arms because they're taking some of their their pasture land and oh they didn't like just that. take it here's what happened they went in and said hey we instead of putting a force pump system down the right of way which is 15 feet off the road on upper station which is the correct way to do it they want that greenway well, in 2016 and 2017, the Greenway got denied because they put in it. They said, we want the sewer pipe. Then on top of that, we want the water. And on top of that, we're going to put a Greenway. And they lost in court. Anthony Holt and the builders and the developers lost in court. And the judge said, you can't stack them like this. You can put the pipe in, but you can't put the Greenway in as an excuse. See, I had heard that when Liberty Creek opened, that they're actually the sewer was not even hooked up. It, it's still not. The sewer pipe has stopped. And so there's well, they're pumping. Go. They're pumping all the kids' yeah. special things out with trucks and taking it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, yeah, all them country kids have a really nice school, and they're, it's going to stay that way. Yeah. Yes. And again, with all that property, and you know the history of that. I don't think everybody knows the truth of that. Well, I, I think you know back when they, the, the land, I guess, was given to the county or whatever the case was uh, mm -hmm. at that point. I know there's a, there was a big controversy about that, and you know, and you could probably tell I us more I can tell about you that. about this. The families that owned the Cottontown Community Center had a corporation okay, to protect them and the county, I'm sure, from getting sued or whatever if somebody was there, mm -hmm. but it's also to protect the community center. What happened was, is that last year, or the, or the year before, I can't remember, three years ago, or last year, they quick-deeded the land. In 2019, they quick-deeded the land to Dale Phillips and the school board. A week later, for $10, mind you. Wow. And a week later, Dale Phillips gave it to Anthony Holt for nothing. Okay. Because the plan is 2035 Greenway to connect Hendersonville and Gallatin to Cottontown. Wow. Well, this story is going to get deeper, folks. Uh, we're talking with J.K. and Erica Brister right here in Sumner County Spotlight. And in fact, we got a lot more to talk about, and we'll be back right after this with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight. Be sure to check out our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click the Sumner County Spotlight. There you can check out this show as well as our past episodes. This is Jeff Shannon. Hey, let's get right back to the show. And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight. We're going to continue our conversation with uh, J.K. and Erica Brister. And the thing that I want to know is, what the heck is happening in Cottontown? Okay, so I can tell you what's happening in Cottontown. Right. We're having a rural revival yes. in Cottontown. <laughs> I like Glory. that. Yes. Um, and we are talking to each other. We are meeting with each other. We had um, our most recent, well, it's only been two weeks. It's only been two weeks of Cottontowners yeah. coming okay. together. But we're texting with each other. We're talking to each other on Facebook. We're meeting with each other eyeball to eyeball. We are scouring through people's land to find different cemeteries. And this past Sunday, we had a Cottontown community uh, vision meeting. I we put the word out that Cottontown was going to have a vision meeting. And could you believe that 200 over, farmers, over 200 farmers, families, 
people wow. came out to have a Cotton Town vision meeting right. because they all want to protect Cotton Town and none of them knew who was pulling the trigger on the bulldozer. And who, who had dr- the key and was driving it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew that. Right. And they wanted to they wanted some input. They're mm-hmm. they're trying to, you know, they you know, they're trying to figure out what what's going on in Cotton Town. So how did you get the word out to all those folks? You have a Facebook page or something. So I like did that? a Facebook page. I did. I made phone calls. I was started knocking on doors. I we just knocked on hundreds of doors and talked to hundreds of people. I went to the Station Camp Baptist Church. There. I mean, I start. I went to um, meetings. Right. Around. I just started talking to people because mm-hmm. everybody's super nice in Cotton Town. When I yeah. lose my dogs in Cotton yeah. Town, yeah. I get on Facebook <laughs> and I say, "Where's my dogs at?" And then everybody knows each other because. And most know, people have that. their phone numbers, and I start getting text messages. Hey, I think I got buttercup i think i got whoever you know but then i started you know when we started talking to people about everything that was going on is really when i started getting fed like motivation because i was truly asking what is going on in cotton town and nobody else knew nobody what was going on in cotton town and what so what i kept hearing after about a week into it i kept hearing farmers and landowners and families and people they would say i'd say i said what am i causing too much trouble is this too much is this too much for cotton town they go no keep going erica keep, keep going, going. Yeah. don't stop you got my money you got my support right. whatever you need just keep on going right. and so i keep hearing that so we're just keeping on going until yeah until we get to where we want to be as a community so that's really exciting sure so at this vision meeting uh-huh. what what happened like what was the agenda for yeah that? so the vision meeting was really about um us all getting together and what uh, i think jamie teachner spoke at it as a commissioner yeah. because the community is really has been really abused Very in abused. sumner county County hmm. by politicians. And I say that because there's absolutely zero trust in right. our local government. Yeah. And so what we really felt like it was, we didn't mean for it for them to get up and speak and it for it to do that. But the people that did get up and speak that are the elected servants that they call themselves. They call themselves, they don't call themselves they're leaders. Tr- they're trying to heal. Because they're not. Mm-hmm. They're trying to heal that relationship between the uh, local government and the community. So at the, but at the vision meeting, my purpose for having the vision meeting was to get 12 cotton towners on a committee to form a group to work with the cotton towners so that we can tell and communicate what we want cotton town to look like what we want to happen in cotton town and i want you to know i asked for 12 and i got 35 right wow and the next day we got some more (laughs) and it keeps going and this we, just this just a couple weeks ago. We're on a mission. Yeah, two yeah. weeks ago uh, at the meeting. Were, what were people vocalizing? People there was <laughs> people were bringing up pictures of that old schoolhouse. Wow. I had people coming up crying, saying thank you for not let for not destroying my right. uh, grandmother's home. I had you know older men that were talking about how they you know went to school there, um, how they were, you know took care of that building for twenty years. I heard some horrible stories. And you're passionate about this. I'm passionate about it because it's our home. It's our home. And these people are good people. Mm -hmm. And they've helped us when we needed help. And they're just getting... And we help them and and everything. But now let me tell you something. We are under attack. The rural people of Sumner County ain't just Cotton Town. But Cotton Town is the symbol. Cotton Town is where it stops. I looked at those farmers and they walked up to me. They walked up to her. And they said, we'd have never known this. Whatever you need. I said, we don't need you to do anything. You fought this for 40 years. They stood on their own farms and said, not while I'm alive. Mm -hmm. But they're getting 
They said it. We're getting to the end. I said, we'll fight if you'll stand behind us with your arms crossed. We are not going to allow a small group of people and Anthony Holt and all these former commissioners that we just literally, nobody said we could win in a write-in. First time in Sumner County's history, mm-hmm. we wiped the slate. We are saying elections have consequences and tell you, we couldn't do what we're doing if, honestly, if we would not have won that election. I mean, if all those people that are standing with us had had not won that election, I ain't trying to make it political. It's not. But you can beat on the gates all you want. They proved it the last 16 years, and it doesn't matter because they'll do a rubber stamp on whatever Nashville and Davidson County wants. Davidson County calls us the North Shore. They don't even recognize Sumner County as a home. They don't recognize Hendersonville. They don't recognize Gallatin, White House. None of it. They wow. don't. They call it the North Shore of Davidson County. We, we exist. Cotton Town exists. And they have heard us, and they ain't going to stop hearing us. And we are going to save the rural county, and we're going to save Cotton Town. Yeah. We're going to restore it. There's a revival that has yeah. started in Cotton Town. If people want to get more information on this, yeah. I know you have a private Facebook page. Yes. I mean, you have to join. You have to be yeah. part of Cotton Town, or anybody can join that. How's that work? Yeah, so, well, I mean, if you support Cotton Town, if you support rural Sumner County and be a part of it and learn what we're doing, go ahead and come join the Cotton Town Country Community Facebook group. It yes. is private, okay. um, but we're not, you know, we want everyone to be empowered by what we're doing and mm-hmm. not be oppressed by the change that are happening in their community. Mm -hmm. We want them to feel emboldened and empowered because that's how we should feel. So go ahead and come on over and visit us. We are working on a website. We are, you know, doing all kinds of other stuff. Um, At this point, it's word of mouth. Go to that Facebook group. I am going to be sending out some letters to the, you know, the local residents, but we're just working hard from a grassroots campaign trying to trying to protect our home. So just right. in case anybody questions, yeah. this is not an incorporation effort. No. no. We're far, we're, that's no. not what yeah. we're talking no, no, about no. here. No, yeah. it, is, it is. Here's what it is. We didn't know this when we started, but we were doing the same thing that they did in Leapersport. The okay. county commission down there was going to tear down all the historical buildings that that man had invested in to save. He went to the community, got a committee of citizens together and went back to them and said, not on our watch. And now the county protects Leapers Fork and that whole tens of thousands of acres. And works with the community. And works with, and a builder can't go in there and develop without permission from the citizen committee. They go to the citizen committee first. If they approve it, then it goes. Right? So that's what we want here to protect. And they put in safeguards against future commissions. Right? And that's what we want for Cottontown, which is the jewel of Sumner County. Go down, go down uh, White Nolan Road and drive down through there and look out at the rolling hills. Let me tell you something. Hendersonville is beautiful. And they've been, look at Saundersville Road, almost developed out of existence. That's mm-hmm. fine. They're beautiful homes. And families need those homes. But that's what they want to do in Cottontown. Did you know that in Sumner County, 0.95 acres is all you need as a developer? You can buy 100 acres and put 100 homes on it. But the zoning commission will give them a variance to put four homes an acre, a foot apart. We did not move to Cottontown, and no one has lived there for generations to have these kind of subdivisions mm-hmm. pop up next to our farms mm-hmm. or on our farms. That's the point of all this. So I do want to just say this, too, because I think this is important. I know we're about to wrap up here, but a lot of people have reached out to me from other communities and that are living 
living in other rural areas and other people in leadership actually right. have reached out to me okay. and that's Moreland all over the place nice but one of the things that's really striking a chord with people is the the vision yes. component and the reason for that is because there's a lot of vision that's being cast on our communities yes there's and what the most recent conversation i've had with another leader in the community is that she woke up to the fact that this vision this leadership sumner leadership tennessee these leadership organizations all these different things that are happening they have this vision vision 2030 plan vision 2035 plan well we've all kind of heard about that but it's really kind of witchcraft because when you cast a vision when you're casting a vision on a community on a people on a person Mm -hmm. on on a home you're you're telling that that community what it's going to look like and people need to what we're doing is we're getting our vision in one spot and we're going to cast it back because we don't accept that vision that vision is not going to oppress this community right and everyone in the cities and in the county needs to stand up you need to go to these committee meetings at the Taj Mahal down there in Gallatin, and you need to go to the commission meetings. You need to get involved because they're, these people need to hear from you. They need to know what you think and what you want because they will stand with you on this commission. But at the same time, the vision that has been cast for 16 years, when you tell people about the 2035 plan, they go, oh yeah, I heard about that. Nobody really knows what it is, but you can Google it. Sumner County 2035 plan and see the plan. Wow. Well, I mean, it's got to be out there, but I'm telling you, and, and people need to do what you all are doing stepping up become a voice of cotton town is right. the way they're gonna listen become I mean, a you, voice of all the communities that they live in there's because well, sure. everybody agrees with you you feel like you don't everyone, everyone and yeah. everyone feels alone we've only had two people out of the hundreds in cotton town two people say something disparaging about it and they don't even live in cotton town <laughs> that's funny but they claim they but, do but they don't they, they have a building there not one person has not said run Keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up. Thank you for fighting for us. Yeah. Well, you have to keep doing it, man. I mean, it's uh, there's uh, a lot of people are behind you. Uh, they obviously have a passion for for that community and their land because it. Look, some of this land has been in their family for hundreds of years. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And just to see it go away, well, yeah. taken I, from them. Well, the people know. there that are that have lands aren't going anywhere with it. Yeah. What we're not going to let happen as a group is we're not going to let developers and county right. government come in and start keep bulldozing stuff in order to make room for houses that nobody there wants. And designs that came from Nashville in the GNRC in Cumberland Region tomorrow who doesn't have anything to say in this county unless we just lay down and let them bulldoze it. Right. Period. What people don't know is that California and New York are designing Sumner County through the planning commissions. Interesting. But we, we're waking up. We're there, waking there up. There you go. Got People answer. are waking up. You know, you said something interesting a little while ago that you're actually exploring Cottontown, like you're finding the cemeteries. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot oh, of yeah. history oh, there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's but, so unbelievable. So, which leads me to, what is a cemeterian? Ooh, okay. <laughs> is, so, is that the same thing? Listen is that what to I'm this thinking? story. This is so amazing. So I called this telephone number that I found. I guess I'm, I'm going really fast and fighting really hard. So, But I called this telephone number i found online and it was someone that answered in texas and i said um i said i need your help up here with someone who's selling some kind of product for a tombstone restoration and i said uh um i said i need your help um i said i need i need the good cemeterian and the good cemeterian has 150,000 followers on facebook he's amazing his whole purpose in right. life is to restore veterans graves and nice. their tombstones okay. and that's what he does every day of his life and he is so passionate about 
about it. He's, um, I think he's originally from New York. Now he lives in Florida. But I called this Texas number and I said, and I was started telling her, I said, they're knocking down buildings around Cottontown, and I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get someone up here to help us <laughs> with finding tombstones. And I said, at one point Texas called on Tennessee. Now Tennessee's calling on Texas. <laughs> That's right. And she laughed and she hooked me up with this good God, Samaritan guy. Wow. And so he's coming up here October 25th, um, and he's going to restore tombstones in the Cottontown area for the community of Cottontown because no. they, they, no one's ever found, but also no one's ever looked as hard as we're gonna look. Right. No one's ever found the Thomas Cotton tombstone, the original Thomas Cotton wow. tombstone. That's you got a job out in front of you. Well, I've got some good leads on where it's at. Okay, that's great. But the Good Cemetery is going to be coming up, and it's a, it's another, it's a healing project. It's a community project, and he's going to bring a lot of national attention to right. Cottontown. You know, there's only two Cottontowns in all America. Three, one in Pennsylvania, one in Arkansas, and here. That's Interesting. It. Wow. Hey, so listen, we're we're talking with J.K. and Erica Brister right now, and we're talking about <laughs> Cottontown and its history. Yes. Where it's at right now, there's a lot going on, and there's just so much more we can talk about this but how would they get more information about this if they just wanted to investigate one more time oh yeah if you want to go to uh, facebook and go to the cottontown country community page on facebook that's where you can join the group um of course my telephone number is everywhere online so you can call me personally you can text me personally and as well as jk so we're being super transparent through all of this this whole process yes (laughs) ain't that something People being transparent. Yeah. Call it should be. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. I mean, so listen, thank you guys so much for coming in. I'm glad I I found this out. You're doing great things, so just keep it up and uh, keep us uh, informed on what's going on. Hashtag rural revival. Oh, I like that. There you go. JK and Erica Brister right here in Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.